Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No matter where you go, remember the road that was here. No matter where you go, remember the road that will lead you home. That will lead you
Good morning and welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. That is Master KG from South Africa. Remember, wherever you go, don't forget the road that leads home. Uh, a wonderful, wonderful song, in my view. Welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. Um, uh, I don't know. This is Kelvin. Zero six. Kelvin. Good morning. Yeah, Rod. Yeah, Roger. That's that's my number. Don't forget uh, my number. That would be. Uh, yeah, when, when I say another three one seven, then I get confused. <laughs> No, no one, no one, no one tries to compete with me. That's that's why he calls on the three one seven number. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, let me say I'll, from now on I'll be going zero six zero four zero six zero four. It's your number, whatever. Brother Noah, good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everyone. Not too bad. How is um, Indiana? Uh, Indiana, so far, it's uh, it's warm, but it's going to be extremely hot with the heat index above 100. So we'll try our yeah, best. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen those terrible numbers. I saw them on CNN uh, yesterday. Um, some places it's going to be like 117. Who gets weather like that? Yeah, Gosh. unfortunately, it's, uh, it feels like it's in the desert. So it's, we are we are doing our best to stay cool. Yeah, um, here in the in the prairies, we haven't even seen summer yet. Um, it's always a little bit of rain, and then you have uh, you have to wear something something warm, or else you get sick, Kelvin. That, that, that is where we are here. But uh, our friends in Toronto. They they are complaining um, uh, with these uh, weather weather issues, so we'll see we'll see where we go from uh, from there. So what is uh, making news, uh, um, uh, brother, brother Noah? Let me start with brother Noah, who is uh, uh, not really a stranger, but a stranger a little bit. What is uh, making news uh, in your in your world? What have you been thinking uh, about in the past week? Oh, I think uh, we, we've just been focusing on the weather and nothing much. We are putting out communication on our forum for the president to encourage our people to attend the September event. And other Wonderful. than that, we are keeping keeping up with the news, Trump and everything else, the comments, the, the squad. And for Indiana here, there's not much going on. We're just trying to... I mean, stay to keep cool. There is a convention going on actually downtown Indianapolis. It's for black people. This is called the Indiana Black Expo. It's a summer celebration, the 49th summer celebration for black people. And I was actually there yesterday when we were invited for the luncheon. And I I was extremely happy to learn that there is an African-American gentleman. He's the first in the nation to own, operate, and manage the local TV stations. So this gentleman is, I forgot his name, but I think it will come to mind. So he's actually purchased our local affiliates here, the CBS, uh, Fox News, 
I think there's also which is he, is he the man who used to own BET? No, actually this guy is the let me see if I can get his name. He's actually not the same gentleman. So this is a much younger guy. He's I think in his early I think he's in somewhere in his forties. So he's actually oh, the that's first black yeah, he's actually the first African American to own local news channels. The T the B T guy is a different guy. So this guy has no, that one is, uh, actually is even uh, sorted, I think. It was an uh, order. It can't it can't be in the in, in the forties. Uh that one I think I'm okay. talking about it should be like sixties or so. Uh oh, I'll tell yeah. you I'll yeah, tell no, you this, but go ahead. Yeah, this guy this guy is uh, is much younger. So I think it's very encouraging and impressive for black people to be I mean put I mean put putting themselves up and acquiring such strategic institutions and organizations because the the media is very very strategic just like we have block talk radio reaching our people I think for black people changing the narrative that we see I think it's going to be very helpful so he's actually bought a few stations across the country and for here in Indiana I think the deal is going to be finalized uh, I think in the next 30 30 days so our local channels, for those I think Kelvin here in Indiana knows, our local channels, Fox, Fox 59, Wish TV, and I think it's RTV, and there's another one. So all the local channels, they are going to be owned by this gentleman, and he's actually making it uh, a plan to purchase as many TV stations across the nation so that at least it's going to help our people changing the narrative and the things that we see on TV. That's pretty much I what's like happening that. on our on our end here. Yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, it, it is wonderful when you when you say there will be a meeting of all black people. What does that mean? Yeah, so this is a summer celebration or a festival for black people. This includes African people, and there's yeah. actually the for for our ladies. I think in the '90s they were fascinated with Joe Thomas's music. So Joe Thomas, I think, Matilda, and the other ladies, I'm sure they know this guy. He will be actually performing this Sunday. So two year, two, I think three years ago, four years ago, Aretha Franklin was actually in town performing. And the other year, they had Gladys Knight. So it's a huge, huge event for black people. So at the same time, they promote African culture. Because uh, try, just trying to encourage our black people, but of course there are other sponsors. I think Comcast Xfinity was part of the. They are one of the sponsors. So a lot of these major companies across the nation, they sponsor this Black Expo, Indiana Black Expo. You can check it out. Actually, it's www.ibe.org. It's a summer celebration mostly focusing what is good happening in African-Americans' lives and things like that. Okay. That is, uh, uh, sounds uh, very encouraging. Uh, wh- wh- one of the clips uh, I might play today is a clip talk, uh, uh, by the president of Ghana uh, saying uh, the destiny. Let, let me play it. Uh, I, I, as you go to meet her in this um, um, 
uh, in that event. Uh, this is one thing I, I think I'd like you to to think about, uh, uh, Noah and Kelvin. Make sure you you carry him with you. Uh, listen to this. The destiny of all black people in the world, wherever they are, is bound up with Africa. Let me repeat that. The destiny of all black people in the world is bound up with Africa. And a performing Africa elevates the status of all black people around the world. And non-performing Africa continues the situation where black people around the world are looked. So he's, he's, he's saying a performing Africa, it will elevate every African individual. No matter if they are African-American, they are um, Brazilian uh, Africans, wherever they are. A performing Africa, Brother Noah, will lift all of us. So me thinking we need to go actually even in these pupils, I think this message uh, needs, to be, needs to be preached. Kelvin, good morning. You've been quiet. Uh, that is unusual of you. <laughs> who, 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 me? No, I, I was giving uh, Noah a chance uh, to speak. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It, it, remember one of the uh, um, clips we did last week? Uh, it was talking about uh, listening. Uh, so, yes. uh, yeah, it, it, we were being encouraged to listen. And not, not to listen, Kelvin so that you are ready to attack, but to listen and consume and let it go, go, go in. Uh, probably, you know, lift whatever has been said uh, a step further. Uh, but the man was saying last week, now we just want to hear uh, where am I going to bounce in and attack, you know. I, I, I think we need to start getting move, move out, of, uh, out of that. Yeah, go, go ahead. What? Go ahead, Kelvin. One positive attribute I have is that uh, I'm able to listen, to learn, and uh, listen to attack. <laughs> you have to, you have to balance up things. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, we, I actually, yeah, hmm. I actually do learn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. From I, I, I let, let me say uh, those who called in late. Uh, I, I won't say hello to them uh, <laughs> so that no one knows they called in late. Um, we'll, we'll just start. Uh, I'll, I'll confess from uh, last week's uh, uh, discussion. I think, in my view, it was a very, very positive discussion, Dr. Patrick. I went out of my way uh, this week. I had to call two people I've never called. Uh, uh, so the young men we are very very happy they are here in uh, uh, in in Calgary um, uh, from that uh, networking discussion we had I'm thinking of hosting I think the summer cookout uh, at 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 my house I I, I found that discussion very uh, positive uh, Kelvin uh, believe me uh, the, the 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 one we we had last week about um, networking. Uh, yesterday I had to right. block someone <laughs> on my Facebook. Now I'm rethinking I shouldn't block him. Uh, th this guy is always, in my view, always negative. So I wanted to get rid of my life. But uh, from uh, last week's discussion, the discussion said uh, 
The diaspora are very contentious. <laughs> so you have to just find oh. a way of managing them. So maybe oh. I will just unblock it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we just have to... Um, what's the way? Good morning. Good morning, Wachali. Uh, and good morning, everyone. First minute when we start the show, I say we. I would like you to call in because every song I have, I have you in mind to say something about song that song. So that is your on on open forum. That's going to be your assignment. Every song we have, okay. but today you came. The song was even done. Uh, so you broke my heart right there. You know. Because uh, social media, after, you know, I was waiting to call in and then I got distracted by Twitter and other something interesting. So I'll confess that I will call in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't give you your assignment. So, uh, uh, Dr. Musanze, good morning. Um, Dr. Patrick, good morning. On top of the hour, we um Okay, someone, if you put your phone on uh, speakerphone, we get uh, a, a feed. On top of the hour, we, we are discussing um, um, under the heading the immigrant the immigrant story. Um, I'm getting this from uh, what happened uh, in uh, in America this week, last week, where the president of the United States. Uh, is uh, being accused of being uh, a racist, and uh, a lot of us, uh, a lot of people, I think we are mad. But then I try to start thinking, Kelvin, um, uh, our own problems with immigrants, where we come from, in, uh, in in Zambia, we have the Chinese who are coming. We have a problem with them uh, in South Africa. It's, it's even it's even worse. People are dying over there with uh, xenophobia, uh, the immigration story. Uh, Trump being um, a, the head of the free world, uh, it was uh, surprising. But the 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 the, the phenomena of uh, people fighting against immigrants, I, I think it's all over the place. Um, so I put that uh, uh, heading, uh, um, uh, Kelvin, to say the immigrant, the immigrant story. Uh, number one, so that people know that we who are immigrants, say in Canada, or we are not. Okay, let me use this bad word. We are not only only parasites. We have other parasites in, in our country. I'm sorry to use that word. It's a bad word. But we, we have other immigrants coming to our own country in, in Zambia. Uh, but then we, we want to look at the bigger picture of uh, the, the, the immigrant, the immigrant story, the Chinese. Uh, we've talked about, uh, on this radio how the Chinese, uh, Kelvin, have, uh, diaspora, have been able to help their country uh, develop. So I was thinking, so these guys, when they are bringing the fish to Zambia, uh, first and foremost, we are saying, why is fish coming from, why can't we produce our own? But guess what? They are bringing fish in Zambia. They are creating jobs in, in China. Why can't Kelvin, Noah, and every one of us 
begin to bring stuff from 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 Zambia, bring it here in Canada and create employment back home like the Chinese is doing instead of us sitting here and complaining about what the other diaspora is doing in our country. So that's going to be our story on top of the hour. Um, it's going to be interesting, that I can assure you. It's going to be interesting. But uh, before we do that, let's look at um, other, other questions. So who has heard of... Um, Welcome. Uh, who has heard of uh, Facebook? Facebook Libra. 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 Before I go to Kelvin, who knows uh, this stock stuff? L let me hear from uh, other, other people. Uh, Libra, Libra, Libra. You, you want to go first? No, uh, no, I was, no, I just joined this, so I was just uh, making my presence known. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> do, uh, I will still ask you anyway. But do, do you know anything about Libra? No, I don't. No. Okay, good, good. Don't feel bad. No. Don't, don't feel bad. That that, that uh, will make our discovery uh, very, very nice uh, today. Uh, who else can say something about uh, Libra? You, you are always, uh, you tell us you are on Twitter. You should know right. about this story. Facebook Libra. Thank you, Roger, for the opportunity. Yes, I've been following the hearing on uh, the Senate uh, banking uh, hearing on uh, Facebook uh, digital currency. I've been following mm -hmm. that, yes. It's very interesting. Do you know and, uh, uh, something about Libra then, Facebook Libra? No, no, no. I didn't know about it. It's, I just come to uh, just come to learn about it, and uh, it's a very okay, uh, uh, a very interesting thing. Uh, can I just make a quick comment about it, uh, Roger? I mean, uh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's why it, I it, 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 I appreciate it the way the uh, the Senate is uh, uh, having the hearing about it and uh, real uh, asking uh, very important questions and learning about the historical banking about uh, uh, this country and see the. Uh, the senators who are interested in, uh, in, in the rules, the, uh, how the, the banking goes, uh, you know, how the banking is supposed to to to, uh, to to be. But at the same time, with the Facebook, what's going? I hope they don't stop them. And the reason they don't, I want them to stop them, is because the way things are going in in the certain world, in the certain countries, because you know, uh, certain people, because we are afraid of facing them. And they know that when they have uh, uh, power, they can do anything they want, you know. Just like what is happening in Zimbabwe with uh, cryptocurrency. And I hope that cryptocurrency gets hold of it and makes sure that people go on and do business without someone, you know, that we are we, we're supposed to uh, challenge or, or have questions about it, you know, because... You see how power gives power. You know, I hope this this young uh, uh, educated, I mean, uh, uh, digital uh, age, the way they are coming with uh, challenging the system, and I hope yes. this book gets all of this, and then uh, you know, so we can we can trade without you know, because you, you see, with the cryptocurrency, wherever yes. you are, it, it's living trust. You know, it it. Yes. it, yes. it you know, even if the government, they, you, you pay taxes, you make sure that it's recorded, you know. 
without the, the yeah. way the banks are sometimes the money is hidden without you you can't trust it and you can't challenge because someone is uh, he has power because someone is access to the okay, military. Um, I, I, no. I think you've got something about it. Uh, I like the passion you are, you are bringing to the question. I am also looking for, for especially Libra, to, to work. Crypto haven't uh, uh, followed it. In my view, it's for rich people. Uh, Libra is targeting the poor guy in Kasemba uh, for, 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 for some reason. Kevin, what do you know about uh, Facebook Libra? Before I play a small clip for every, every, everyone to to hear it. Okay, uh, it's 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 basically uh, a cryptocurrency, but uh, there are some uh, differences with uh, uh, with uh, Bitcoin, uh, for instance. Uh, um, you know that uh, tr- uh, Bitcoin transactions are, are recorded anonymously on uh, on what's called the blockchain, right? With uh, right. with uh, Libra, though it uses uh, you know a form of blockchain um, or a distributed ledger technology, uh, those transactions can only be added uh, to to it by a group of trusted parties. So uh, in this case, uh, you know, uh, like nonprofit organization uh, members, you know, have uh, you know subscribed like ten million dollars, for instance, to create this centralized uh, structure. Right, an unelected association. With, uh, with Bitcoin, those transactions are recorded anonymously by a group of computers, you see? But, the, I mean, there are, there, there are some arguments uh, by uh, experts, uh, technology and financial experts, uh, stating that uh, Libra should not even be a cryptocurrency. But that debate is ongoing. Yeah, it's actually not even a, a, a cryptocurrency because of what you said. Right. Uh, cryptocurrency is never controlled by by anybody. This one will be controlled by the Reserve Bank, um, made up by a group of uh, the Western Union, Mastercard people, uh, whoever. Let, let's hear uh, a, a small clip about this. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm so happy about this. To say the, to say the truth, I wish Musawa could call in, but I don't know if we all agree. Uh, li- listen to this: what Libra, uh, Libra is. They're not called Zuckerbucks, but Facebook just reinvented digital money. Facebook's Libra cryptocurrency will launch early next year, and it's more like PayPal than Bitcoin. It's designed to be easy enough for everyone to use, but it's still complicated to understand. So I'm going to break it down for you, nice and simple. Libra is like cash that lives inside your phone. You'll be able to buy Libra through Libra wallet apps on your phone or from some local grocery and convenience stores. You cash in your local currency like dollars and get nearly the same number of Libra coins, which are represented by this wavy three-line emoji instead of the dollar symbol. But first, you'll have to verify your identity with a photo ID. You'll then be able to spend your Libra while online shopping or potentially pay for things like Ubers or your subscription for Spotify since those companies have partnered with Facebook to make Libra popular. Since it's almost free to digitally move Libra from one account to another, you won't have to pay high credit card processing fees that can add almost 4% to your total. And some Libra wallet apps and shops will give bonus discounts or free coins for signing up and paying with Libra. You will be able to send and request money from friends like you would with Venmo or PayPal, and it's easy to send Libra just like a message. In fact, Facebook is building its own Libra wallet app called Calibra that will live inside of WhatsApp, 
Facebook Messenger, and its own standalone app. So the beauty of uh, Uber, in my view, it is uh, going to be uh, borderless. Uh, here in Canada, I can have an account. Uh, Kelvin in the United States has an account. If you need some money, I can give you uh, some Libra money. I can send it right away. There will be no uh, foreign exchange uh, sh- shenanigans to worry about. If I need to send some money to my uh, brother in uh, Solwezi, I can send him a uh, li- Libra. Uh, as soon as we can catch up, especially in Africa, I've been arguing this with uh, Musawa Kelvin. I don't know if you agree with me. It is probably going to be the end of the dollar or the, the euro as we know it. Because if my company can pay me in Libra, well, I don't need the dollar. Probably I understand it differently. I, I don't need the dollar. If my company in Zambia can begin to pay people by Libra, uh, go on yeah, these are these are interesting, uh, you know, technological times, Roger. But uh, I, I still don't think uh, these, uh, you know, electronic uh, currencies will, will will be able to replace the physical currencies. Uh, I think there will be there will be a, a big, big, big pushback. Uh, I mean, yes, right yes, now. I like uh, that. <laughs> I like that. Right. I like that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, maybe in the next 20, maybe in the next 50 years, uh, for instance. I don't if you look at, uh, No, but if I you don't look at uh, technological, if you look at technological uh, advancement, Roger, it, uh, to me, it's not all-encompassing, and I say this because uh, there, there, there are sections in each uh, of these countries that uh, today don't even know what uh, a cell phone looks like, for instance, in 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 uh, very rural, you know, <laughs> I like that. Places. I like that. You see, you see that. So imagine yeah. me uh, explaining Libra to to somebody in in the deep-rooted uh, rural areas of Zambia, for instance, uh, no, uh, where the, they can't shut see you the down there. The, the, the yeah. people in Africa, they own mobile money. They understand mobile money. That is what Libra yes. is. Yes, but then again, they are able to go to a booth, an MTN booth, and get the actual physical cash. <laughs> you and, know the, and Libra, you can do that. He said that in the in the clip. You can do that with Libra as well. Yeah, they they they, they really have to work hard. Like I said, maybe in the next uh, thirty to fifty years. Bakasanza, <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Bakurum Peviati. I don't know if you have caught up with the, the Facebook money yet. Yeah, I, I know. Coincidentally, this week I had a meeting with the the owners of GoCoin.com. Uh, uh, this www.gocoin.com. You can go on there mm-hmm. uh, about uh, the the cryptocurrency and the GoCoin. They were here in Washington uh, mm-hmm. trying to explain what they, what they do and how they work to, to Congress so that the laws uh, can be more hospitable to this concept. Because right now, the structure of the legislation in the United States is such that 
whatever aspirations this movement has, mm-hmm. uh, uh, they are just that, aspirations. Uh, because, you know, for example, this is being put together by a group of companies and entrepreneurs yes. around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even Facebook is going to do that. But we have to look at what does the law say. From, from the perspective of a certified public accountant, I have to look at the IRS tax book, tax code. The IRS tax code interprets your investment in these portfolios as an asset. It doesn't trans doesn't interpret them as a currency equivalent to the US dollar or the euro to replace anything like that. That's sensationalization. It might sound sexy, but it is not legally constructive. The law interprets that as an asset. And what it means is that whatever gains you're going to have on that, we are going to apply the capital gains tax laws to that. And similarly, whatever losses you have on that, we are going to apply the rules to that as we apply to the rules on uh, law um, losses and carryovers over a period of time from from, from, your, from your capital investments. So they are trying to have this concept of this as an alternative currency, but it doesn't have the fundamentals of a legal framework from which to function from, because the currency has got, it operates in its own domain. So this is yes. a tool for, for receipts and payments it is not an alternative currency, for heaven's sake. You know, so but, they so, were so, here. Don't you think like us also, uh, like Bitcoin, uh, the, it's already listed on the stock exchange, and therefore, so they found a way of incorporating, creating the laws for it. No, when a company is listed on the stock exchange, it just means it's incorporated and just shares, and it can draw a balance sheet. In fact, if it goes on the stock exchange, the simple basic rule is that it is it is denominated in the U.S. dollar, and the SEC is able to get their financial statements, and we can audit them and find out what they are doing. So the the appearance on the stock exchange is not in itself an endorsement that this is an alternative currency. The appearance on the stock exchange simply means that it's an operational entity with shareholders and any money in U.S. dollars, and the, stock, the Securities and Exchange Commission can verify that, and we can audit that. And in fact, what you do with the registering on the stock exchange it simply means that the SEC will be able to get your financial statements. So that's what it is. So these guys were here uh, this past week uh, trying to explain to Congress how this concept works and how it's going to be. But the main concern for Congress is not even that the dollar will be replaced because they know that the dollar is backed up by a global institution called the United States government. What their concern is mostly about has to do with nefarious people or nefarious activities being involved in this entire um, um, entire investment project called bitcoins or invest uh, whatever it is so we 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 are having um 
I look at it as finance professionals, and it's a, it's a big issue within research, and we are trying to understand how this is going to operate in the foreseeable future. But to characterize this as a matter that will replace the physical currents and stuff like that, that is far-fetched. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dr. Patrick, I have a say here. I don't know if you have followed uh, uh, this discussion. I agree. I agree with the um, previous two callers. Uh, the cautionary note is very important. And nothing that's anything that's not backed by gold leaves questions. So you can be very ingenious and thoughtful about different type of currencies but it's not backed by the global currency, which is gold, then you may have problems. Because in that case, I could sit in my office and print up some paper and call it a particular name, but I don't have a major collateral behind it, then the very next day I can just cancel it. But I'll have your money. So be very cautious in the, the new types of monies and see, make sure you are aware of what's backing that particular new type of money. If it's, um, there used to be a, a issue in the past years about bimetallism when the question was the usage of gold and silver at the same time, but gold won out, so the bimetallist party um, fell in disfavor. But they were very active at a particular time. So in this in this instance, in this point in time, if we're going to talk about a particular type of paper, uh, maybe you can call it by by paper, by parchment, and see where that goes. But again, you have to have a global a global currency such as gold backing it. So be very cautious and, and follow the money, as they always say. And the money in this case is gold. I encourage people to go uh, on YouTube, uh, ask uh, so many questions about Libra, see what others uh, are saying. One of the things they are saying, it will be, uh, <clears throat> it will be an average of um, the euro, the yen, the pound, the dollar, all these major currencies. Uh, which will make it uh, more resistant to uh, uh, currency fluctuations. So, say if the dollar goes down, um, the other currencies may be going up. So, it will leave uh, the Libra uh, intact. Uh, the social entrepreneurs, uh, those who are spearheading this, are really targeting the, the, the unbanked, the poor. And each time we hear that word, of course, they are thinking Africa, the 1.2 billion people. How do we, uh, how do we re reach them? Um, yeah. I am I'm so optimistic about it. I don't know, because I, I, I run this uh, small exchange, money exchange uh, business. I know how, how it works. So I'm thinking the Libra, if they are going to have uh, a merchant store, they are going to have merchant banks uh, in uh, 
uh, all the countries, merchant banks. Uh, so if someone wants to go and exchange the Libra for a quacha, they can go in the, in the small bank. Uh, uh, let, let, let's hope we can get one, gentlemen. You know, let's push, we can get to a, let, let, let's make sure this baby works. Uh, I, I like the idea of not losing money with exchange. The way we lose money, say, for instance, when you're sending with uh, PayPal, uh, with Western Union. Uh, with Libra, if I send you Libra here while you are in, uh, in Zambia, it is just the way it is. You, 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 you don't pay no exchange, few more, few more exchange, this exchange, that. So I'm the only optimistic guy, as always, you know. Uh, Dr. Patrick calls me what? Roger Cooler something. Roger Water Cooler. What was the last one, Dr. Patrick? Yes, Roger, Dr. Patrick. Water, water, Roger Water Cooler. Water Cooler. Okay. <laughs> okay. Roger, Roger Water Cooler, Charlie. So me, I'm the optimistic guy. So uh, I, I will leave it there. Uh, I, I will leave it there. Um, uh, yes, somebody wants to say something. Go ahead. Yes. Um, I was just going to say, listening to the conference, like I said before, I didn't know anything about it until just now. Listening to Welcome the Welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio, baby. Yeah. Yes, Thank you, thank you. Listening to the concept, I think it's a very good concept if it can be done. But usually with me, yeah. I, I, I give a benefit, uh, benefit of a doubt. And what I'm thinking about now is we have all heard of these people who go and steal people's identity from companies, let's say maybe like Target, maybe like Walmart and, and, and stuff like that, and use that information to make a lot of money, or to defraud, to defraud people. Now, what I'm thinking is, can you imagine if these people had the ability to get into this Libra thing on Facebook, get everybody's identity, and then do what they want to do with everybody's identity? That's what I'm looking at. And that's the reason why I, you know, I don't even have a credit card. I don't do anything without, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how I look at things. So that's my main concern to say, if, some, if, if this was to work, and I don't know if I could say this, but but we know how you know a lot of people say you know, the Nigerians are very crafty when it comes to to things like this. So can you imagine if somebody got a hold of all our information on Facebook and did this thing that they do with uh, uh, whatever and just defraud everybody? That could be so chaotic. So even before we get to is it a currency? Is it not a currency? Would it work as a currency? Would it hold currencies together? We need to think about on the other side of how much damage this could do. That's how I'm looking at it. I like it. I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, I, 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 li- I, li- I like that. Uh, even though these guys can enter your, your bank right now and take out all your money uh, if they want to. Uh, so the bank, I think, uh, uh, ensures that. So I hope uh, the big brains at um, uh, at Facebook and the other guys they are talking to with billions, uh, they, they know what they are doing. Uh, Kelvin, uh, you talked about uh, the cryptocurrency. Uh, people's money is safe, and, uh, and yet no one even controls the cryptocurrency. Uh, so uh, if this baby comes online, I'll be the first one to lose money. I, I can tell you that. 
I'm joining this bet. I'm joining it. Okay, let's go. Um, anybody else wanted to say something? Uh, good morning. Okay, Dr. Mosanti, if you are talking, I'll leave you alone. There was a report I, I, I saw uh, in India, 10 people killed in, in, a, land, in a land dispute uh, that is in India. Vakasoso's uh, um, cousins, the Lundas and the Rubadis, the other day, I don't know if everyone uh, saw the video of Amtokotwane, uh, of them fighting. <laughs> over overland in Zambezi. I don't know if everyone saw that. It was uh, it was uh, what is his name? Doctor Musante who sent it to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also also that also that video. Roger. Yeah, I I saw the video. I mean that was uh, that was pretty bad. Uh, uh, I think they were they were they were fighting over delimitation. Uh, apparently, they wanted to split. Uh, I can't remember if it's Zambezi or whatever. They wanted to create Zambezi I think, another Central. They want to yeah, they, they, split Zambezi Central. They want to create. Uh, they want to create another constituency. I think. Yeah. Um, that that fight is a very long, long, long fight. So when I saw the Indian story about people dying uh, over a piece of land, killing uh, themselves. Uh, then I connected to the to the Lunda uh, Luvare conflict. Uh, this conflict, by the way, is not yesterday's uh, problem. This has been there for a long, long, long time. Uh, the land issue. The question we are asking this morning is how, in the 21st century, with all the big brains around us, we have failed to solve um, simple uh, uh, questions of land in 21st century. Uh, people are still dying over them. People are still uh, fighting over them. How have we failed to solve this problem? Who goes? Roger, the issue of land, first you have to look at land, not just as property. You have to look at land as an asset. Uh, you have to look at land as a, the, the most of essential economic resources. So it is the same thing as we fighting over credit cards here or fighting over this. It's an asset. Uh, and those people are innate primitive, which means that primarily uh, their only claim to their existence, the only asset that they can count on is the land on which they live the land on which the ancestors have lived and stuff like that. So that is why when we resolve those, we try to resolve these problems, we should be very, very careful and we should be very, very sensitive. Uh, for instance, the world's longest conflict, the world's longest conflict is over land. The Palestinians and the Israelis fighting over that territory. The Israelis would claim that from the days of Abraham, God gave us this territory. But we know even both historically and biblically that there are times when that land has not been occupied by the Israelis. That land has had times when it's been occupied by other 
uh, ethnic groups. And those ethnic groups, their claim to that land cannot just be said to not exist. Because in reality terms, even in biblical history or in regular history, it is true that that was their home for hundreds, if not even thousands of years. So the land issue is very sensitive. When you come here to the United States, when you see um, the uh, Republican Party, or let's call them the white Americans in the Republican Party, trying to shut down the southern border, it's an issue of land. When those people come in here, they will have a place to stay. When they expand with their children, they will live on, on, on the land. They will be able to take some of the things that they have accounted for themselves over the last 200 years. They will have to account for those things as theirs. So it's the most essential of conflicts. When you go to the Congo, for example, in the Congo there, you have, they call them rebel um, rebel groups or rebel what? No, those are, those are actually, if we looked at it in terms of the United States, those are actually states. There are people in specific regions who have claims to land in specific regions and the people group in specific areas. When we try to resolve the, the Lundalo Valley problem, we should be very sensitive. And I think that if I was part of a government structure that is helping them to resolve that problem, some of the same land they are fighting for should be Lunda uh, land. Some of the same land they are fighting for should be Luvale land. That is the way it should be, because over a period of time, different families have occupied different pockets of the same land. That's what I think. Uh, Roger. Roger. Sorry, okay. real quick. Doc. <laughs> uh, yeah, Doc. Yeah, there are certain things that you've said which I agree with, and uh, some things which I don't. Uh, Let's look at the Lundalu Valley conflict uh, here. It is uh, within uh, the, the law of Zambia that the Delimitation Commission will delimit a uh, 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 constituency, for instance, if there's a need. Uh, I refer to this uh, when I look at uh, the creation of uh, uh, Muchinga province by Michael Sata, right? Uh, administration of the northern province was a nightmare. So the need to create a new province and put up administrative structures was more effective and efficient, right? It's the same thing in the Lundalu Valley thing. Yes, land is an issue, but this is something that's, that is provided for in the law. Nobody is uh, taking land away to benefit the other. But what these guys need to do, first of all, is to understand what are the benefits of uh, delimiting. You see that? Once that is understood, I believe they can sit down and, and work things out. Nobody is, uh, is uh, saying, you, you know, the Lundas will lose the land or the Luvales. If they can coexist uh, within one constituency, I don't see any, any problem with that. You see, the Israeli-Palestinian uh, land issue you've talked about, Gaza Strip was uh, originally Palestinian land. Israel took it away. So that's why they've been fighting for this, because Palestine wants to take back what uh, belongs uh, to them. So when it comes to uh, issues pertaining to the Lundalu Valley conflict uh, that we saw, uh, I think it's just a question of application of the law and the people on the ground understanding that it's within the law for the uh, uh, Delimitation Commission to do, to do that. Thanks. No, Kelsey, 
Roger. Yeah, go ahead, Dr. Patrick. Go ahead. Roger, go ahead. Roger, Roger, just, just a quick addition. Um, as you know or may not know, I give presentations concerning blacks in the Bible and the migration of Abraham from Ur, Mesopotamia, into up into um, Haran, which is the Turkey area, Anatolia, then down to Canaan, and then down into Egypt. That entire ancient Hebrew migration is all a migration of blacks. So when we get into that conversation about um, the Palestine and the Israelites, we're talking about blacks. We're not talking about the the modern-day uh, Jewish people, uh, the modern-day Caucasian Jewish people. So when we, when we are using these exchanges, I think what we should do is add into a historical perspective and then based on the historical perspective, see when and where uh, the people that we're talking about today enter and do not enter. Okay. Uh, Kelvin, what I wanted to say was uh, delimination uh, is um, <laughs> uh, well, that's an excuse uh, to fight. Uh, th- those, those people, uh, 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 this conflict, Manawasa, I think he was one of the presidents who really wanted to solve uh, uh, the, the problem. It has nothing to do with delimination. That's what happened in that fight, and that was the excuse. But uh, the, from what I understand, uh, so someone talked to me about it in 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 Solwezi or uh, in Zambezi. Um, Zambezi is um, divided by the Zambezi River, the whole district. Uh, the other side is East Zambezi, uh, which is um, occupied by the Lundas, and they are, uh, by the Lundas. The other one is West. The the West Zambezi has sand. There is no, you cannot grow any crops there. So the others want a piece of land on the other side, which is fatal. That's where the, the conflict come, c- comes from. Uh, this problem has nothing, Kelvin, to do with the elimination you had uh, in that clip. It is a, a long-standing, but, but uh, why, uh, why I was saying uh, we see all the brains in 21st century today, with all the connections, all the networking now we are, we, we are learning, can't we find trusted people within the kingdoms, within this uh, 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 tribal thing? Those people who call ourselves educated begin to talk to our peers. This, this war is so old, I think we need to make progress. That, that, that was my point. Usually, me, I'm a basic guy. I don't know, I don't know a lot of stuff, but I, I always see things as simple. I'm thinking maybe we should start looking for people within our networks in the Lusakas of this world, uh, here in the diaspora. Who knows who in Solwezi or in, uh, in Zambezi? Can we start talking? Anyway, if that was simple, the Balose issue could have been solved by now. But anyway, what do I know? Bantimpa, welcome. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, the fight in in in, in Zambezi. Uh, yeah, are, I saw that video. Yeah. So we are still saying this is 21st century. They should be aware of solving 
some of these problems. Uh, rather than uh, those fights or letting go this long, long, long-standing uh, war uh, go on this forever. There should be an attribution, uh, is it attribution, attribution, or arbitrator, arbitrator, something like that. Arbitration. 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 But, um, Roger, to add on to that, that's why we have the House of Chiefs, you know. So there was a point in Zambia where they abolished the House of Chiefs. Then they realized that those people wield a lot of power, and if you bring them in a room, they can solve some of the problems. And that's why, uh, you know, um, to digress a little bit, that's why I found uh, Professor Luo to be very, very ineffective because she she failed when she was a minister of, of chiefs. She 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 brought a controversy in the Bemberland that some people almost got killed, you know. So all institutions are very important. That's why that's why those things have been there in, in our constitution. If the problem that uh, that is uh, between you know those tribes out there in Zambezi. It's, as you said, it's, 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 uh, it's a perennial problem. You know, as you said, part of it have a better land and the other people don't have a, you know, good. I don't know the chiefs can sort out that, but it's something that only works with, uh, you know, people sitting down and discuss and find a solution. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Roger, let me, let me comment on one issue that uh, a colleague of ours has commented on concerning uh, the Muchinga province. Uh, I don't have uh, information on the statistics in terms of the improvements of the administration of services to anybody that necessitated the creation of the Mchinga province. But I do have a pulse on the reality of the visas in who are the dominant group in the Mchinga. Uh, feeling like second fiddle to the Bashiluemba uh, in the Kasama. So I think that the creation of Mchinga province was an attempt to create a political solution to a traditional problem. That is what I think. And I could be wrong, uh, but I also think that it was wrong. There was nothing wrong with Northern Province. Uh, it was just the political empowerment of the visas, uh, where Michael Sata came from. Uh, may he so rest in peace. Uh, as putting them on political equal footing with the the Chitimukulus and all those kind of things and all those people in that region. Uh, there is no evidence that we know of, uh, both as a matter of public policy or just in regular conversation, that there are services that were not there in Impika that are now there because Muchinga province has been created. There is no evidence of that. Uh, I, if the evidence is that, please share with us. Yeah, with us. We, we, then we can learn from that. <laughs> and then, well, yeah, and then said it was yeah, a nightmare yeah, yeah. to to govern such an area. No, 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 no. It was, it was, it was, and there was no nightmare. For example, if 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 I actually was a, 
a dictator over Zambia, I would make the whole country just one province. It's just a small little thing that is by the size of Texas. And, you know, it's, 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 right now it's a nightmare to govern it because the people don't have the skills to rule. And, you know, and unfortunately, that is the situation we have. Uh, but what I wanted us to look at uh, uh, the issue of land is to look at it in terms of land as an essential asset for people's existence and claims to wealth. Most of our tribes, Lundas, Lugales, Vakaonde, and all those kind of things, we don't have animals like the Tongas. We don't have actually moving physical assets like uh, like the Donald Trumps who would, who would build a giant building in California. Or we don't have that. All we have is that piece of land. And that piece of land, the claim to the piece of land, Barota, it's not about fertility or these who want fertile land. No, it's about the history of families. Some families lived on a piece of land longer than other families. And then over a period of time, they move to other places. And But they would like to move back to where their great-grandmothers were. And those that, that that is what the delicate balance in the fight over land, particularly between the Lundas and the Valley, is all about. The both of them have equal claims to those lands if you evaluate the facts on the ground. That is why I say the best thing would be uh, some lands to be kept Lunda, some lands to be kept Luvali, but you don't flush out an entire group and, and things like that. Uh, otherwise, you would be needing what was needed to create the state of Israel. The state of Israel was created we are advocating to flush out anyone. All we are saying is uh, the fight, the, especially for the chiefs, the fight has to come to, to an end. It's been uh, a long time uh, since the Ruvale and uh, the Lunda chiefs uh, have been uh, at loggerheads. So we, we are saying this is the 21st century. We have enough children who have gone to school, who are educated, who can understand a different dimension of, of any argument. Uh, can't we find enough people? Uh, what are you doing, Makasonso? What can I do uh, to find someone who can talk to someone and that someone talk to someone to solve the problem? And that's what we are saying. Don't kick out anyone, but Roger. how can we reach an understanding? Roger, that is Roger, the question you're, we are. You're very right. You're very right, Roger, because look, uh, uh, those of our people that live in, uh, let's say, you know, uh, I'm a northerner, right? Uh, even though Dr. Kasson... Why are you going on, Speaker uh, Kelvin, for no reason? Uh, come back, come back. We want to hear you. This is okay, a critical so, point so, you're making. So, so, so for, for Dr. Kasonso to say, uh, you know, uh, acquisition or, uh, or retention of land uh, is, uh, is based on, you know, uh, you know uh, the traditions, uh, for instance, I don't think that uh, that point stands because those of our people that have remained in those areas have realized that they have sons and daughters that have gone on to do bigger things. They've uh, you know, gotten an education. They're running businesses. They hold on to that land in the hope that uh, these uh, our sons and daughters will come back and, and, and put up investments. Today, I can, uh, I can go to Mporokoso, you know, where my father came from. Uh, I'll find a piece of land. 
and then I'll determine, okay, what is it that I want to do on this piece of land? Because I've acquired uh, some knowledge, I've acquired some skills, I, I possibly can uh, round up some capital to develop that land. So that's why this land is being fought for. You see that? But the example I gave in the Lundalu Valley thing, yes, it's a long-standing thing. But the purpose for which this was supposed to be done, to me, had nothing to do with uh, disadvantaging one group over the other. That's, that's my opinion again. You can shoot it down. Thanks. Roger. Okay. Oh. Uh, Roger. Say, you wanted to say something? Yes, uh, good question. I think if I understand your question, you're saying... Uh, right. oh, uh, so, so like, uh, brother, Noah, uh, Noah, if you have something to say, these people here, they don't wait. You just jump in if you have a, a point to make. Uh, this is the way they do it. Just jump. Uh, go ahead, brother. The question you pose is that we are living in a day of uh, information, and can someone come up with, uh, with a way that, that you know, it, it was sad to see something like that happening, you know. Um, I, I think differently, you know, and uh, you know, I don't think like the rest of the people, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, sometimes I tweet, when I tweet, and some people, they even misunderstand me with, uh, with my tweets, like I tweeted about the presentative. I think it's uh, from, uh, is it Haiwa? You were sharing about uh, uh, enjoying corn and then uh, telling the people how they enjoy representing that state because of the farming they do and the product. And uh, just after I, I liked the guy the way he was uh, uh, proud of uh, the state where he comes from, the hardworking and the thing, and he's saying uh, we ate the corn that is grown within the state. And uh, after I tweeted that, and it just, uh, I think it's a Minister of Agriculture or something, you know, they tweeted the biggest states that provi- uh, uh, produces in the United States. You know, I didn't know that California is big on milk and uh, uh, Georgia is big on chicken and stuff like that. You know, uh, it changes the people the way you view, you, 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 you think about, about land. But... We said the, the the thing about uh, 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 our country. No one is thinking of let's enjoy this uh, the, the the life we have on this on this. We are we say we have to protect for our ancestors when they have died, and then we say we have to protect for the people who are coming before us. You know who knows that maybe they won't even care about that land. You know instead of having uh, laws and uh, rules that uh, this generation let's enjoy it too you know before we die you know but we uh, want to worship our ancestors because this is the land our ancestors lived on so you can't develop you can't build you can't do this oh no because uh, they take the next generation and this and this while we are suffering you know we some of us will pass through with ideas in our heads and we want to do things because of someone wants to worship their ancestor, they're not going to let us have access to that uh, uh, land. Just like, you know, the way it is in this country, you know, I can't explain it very well, but I love this country, the way they go about doing things. You know, enjoy it now. <laughs> you know? Enjoy it now. Go back to where from, what? Go ahead. Thank you, Roger. I'm so concerned. You're about to say, then you you go down. Just jump if you started to to talk. Green. <laughs> no, no, green. 
know? Yes. Okay. Okay, so it is, uh, again, it is contentious. The issue of land is, uh, is, uh, is contentious for all the reasons I think you, uh, uh, the, the gentlemen here have, uh, have, 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 have given. Let's, 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 Before you dropped, you wanted to say something or you are good? Yes. I was going to say, these, this, you know, your uh, comments or, or, or your introduction, again, to this land problem within the uh, uh, Lovales and Lundas, is this is the appropriate time. Because this is how I feel. Because most, the members of parliament for those two areas, they have a lot more in common than, than before. They, like they belong to... They belong to almost the same entities as uh, b- before. They share the same grievances as before. So this would be a good time for the members of parliament for those areas to come together and settle this situation because they share the same goals, the same values, and have the, uh, the same grievances. And to go a little further, if they could, this would be the time to say, okay, since we are fighting over this piece of land, can we find something to develop this piece of land by where both can benefit from? This would be the perfect time. Because after this, then we don't know politically where they go and traditionally where they go. But at this point where all the chiefs have the same goals and same grievances, the members of parliament have the same goals and the same grievances, it would be the good time for these two entities to come together and solve this and find a way to develop that piece of land where both tribes could benefit from. But is, is that is that mm. the thought? Do you think? Roger. Do you think? Roger. Uh, uh, that's on, uh, 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 do, do you think, Mr. Uh, I, I like the angle you have brought. You know, we are talking about networks. Eh? So these guys, they network each other. They are all UPND, by the way. Uh, those uh, who uh, the, the one who um, uh, represents represents uh, East uh, Zambezi and the other one West. I'm sure they are all UP, UPND. Uh, I guess that is leadership. Uh, do you think this uh, issue uh, is? Uh, uh, I don't know what I want to say. I want to say is such that it's so strong, it's so too much uh, that it, has, it is ingrained in, into people's psyche. Like, there is no leader who, who probably uh, convince the people. Right? Is that where they are? Or are we saying uh, with proper leadership, people will, will be willing to give up whatever they have and to accept uh, the conclusion, so to say, of uh, like-minded people representing them? I don't know if that makes sense. It, it, it does make sense because an MP cannot win an election without the help of the chief, which means that one of the two understood the other. For him to say, okay, I want to stand as MP in this area. Now, I need your people to vote for me. The chief say, <laughs> agrees to say, okay, you are our person. Let us agree. With that, we, we will help you stand as MP and win. So if the MP and the chief can get to an understanding on that point, why can they get an understanding on the land issue? Because there's already a communication, there's already a relationship, there's already a mutual respect. 
So they should be able to go the extra step. This is since we help each other mm. to get here. You help me to become yes. a member of parliament. Now let me help you also in return to sort out this issue. And and, and, and when when these people go, if the MPs go go into their private meetings, they are meeting with these people, these other members of parliament from the other areas. So why not use those same meetings, those yes. same gatherings yes. Yes. as a stepping stone to say how do we solve this conflict? That's what I would do. Dr. Patrick, I see a role here for Zambia uh, Block Talk Radio to call these members of parliament on live radio, if we can, both of them, to make them start talking about this issue. And maybe they, they are going to tell us why they cannot talk their chiefs into peace. I, I, I see our radio having, having, uh, having a say into this. So... Homework uh, is we are going to find the members uh, East uh, Zambezi and West Zambezi, uh, UPND, members of parliament. Um, I hope I can bring them next week on radio, live here, and then we are going to ask them these questions, why they cannot convince their chiefs uh, to start. Because I, I agree with you, Mr. Kutuan, if the people see the chiefs, uh, the two chiefs dancing together, I think the people will follow. Our people are not that uh, strong. I know they don't like our yeah. chiefs to some extent, just like we don't like our you-know-who. Uh, so... <laughs> I, 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 I'm very, very hopeful. I'm very hopeful. So, uh, anyone please, Lantimpa, uh, with connection, uh, whoever tied us here, uh, uh, Dr. Musante, with connection to these MPs, uh, let, let, let's find, I'm sure online we, we can find these people. Whether we can find their numbers, I don't know. But we'll, we'll find a way of bringing the, 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 the MP The MP's numbers are on the, the parliamentary you know, website. Yes, 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 yes. And they are very updated. Yes, yes. So I'm going to do that. I will call both of them. Uh, hopefully next week we can have a live discussion uh, with the MPs. We are going to begin with the MPs. Uh, see if they can help us. Uh, to find a solution for, for that problem. I love Brock Talk Radio. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where, where, where do we go now? Um, where's, where, where is uh, Dr. Musanji? Uh, he's, uh, he, he, he's out. Babata. It's been a long time. What's wrong with you, Kashwamad? How are you, Amad? I know this is Amad's line. Don't tell me it's not you. 773, last four numbers, 4949. Good morning. I think you're going to go to Okay, okay. Okay, you can press one, uh, or you can come in whenever. Um, I don't know whether to say this is a sad story, but uh, World Health Organization, uh, I don't know if we are getting immune to some of these questions, these problems in, in, uh, in Congo. Uh, the World Health Organization have declared a, a, an emergency uh, with uh, Ebola. Um, when I wrote this thing down, 
my only question was uh, here comes Ebola, here comes HIV, here comes uh, Africa. Dr. Dr. Patrick is going to tell me that is what uh, the world wants us to say or want to talk about. Uh, that's a narrative they want to to picture. Um, I guess the question is what 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 do we do? <laughs> What 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 do we do with this kind of uh, um, continuous uh, problems like Ebola in 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 Congo? Uh, question is: Is there a solution to these problems uh, in Africa? Yeah, uh, Roger. Very. Hello? Yes, yes. <laughs> I hear everyone there is quiet. A, there is a solution. There is a solution. Yeah. And you know, the solution, there are solutions. Actually, there are solutions. Solutions are situational and contingent. Uh, you know, uh, they are, if let, let, want let me replace my, my question. How, how should we step up uh, to deal with uh, these issues of disease in our in our continent. How, how should we? How can we step up, our people, to deal with these problems in our continent? It's an economic issue, Roger. We have to raise the standard of economic living. Economic issue. And okay. It's an economic issue. We have to raise mm. the standard of living. We have to empower people with the concept of living with wealth. It's an economic and, uh, issue. It is a leadership issue. Can we say that as well? It, it, I mean, yeah. everything rises or falls on leadership. Mm. So if we we don't have leadership, that is looking at the problem, but they're only looking at their needs, then the problem will be extended. The problem will continue. The problem will, will be carried on. The problem will grow. Um, okay, I, hate, um, uh, I don't want to dwell on this question, sorry, but, uh, but um, keep our friends in, in Congo uh, in prayers. Uh, it is a sad situation. Uh, HIV almost wiped out the entire generation in Africa. And uh, to the extent, uh, like I also have been saying, you know, Africa is the most praying, praying continent. I can't reconcile these, these things which happen to Africa at the same time. But I'll, I'll leave it. I'll, I'll leave it there. Uh, let me uh, agree with you, Rod. The most praying, no. Uh, the spirituality of the African society is partly grounded in the culture of witchcraft. And the prayer, you know, when you pray prayers, even from the biblical standpoint, you have to make them prayers that can be answered by God. It means that they have to be on God's terms. There can't be prayers on your own terms. So when we go to our society in Africa, particularly in Zambia, you'll find that the prayers that we are making are made on our terms. 
we have a concept of God that is not necessarily a biblical concept. So uh, the noisy things in overnights or prayers and stuff like that, that should not be taken as necessarily constructive or impressive to God because we have to have a concept of God that is based on probable theorem. For example, theologically, we use the Bible. But when you go into these practices that we are doing, most of the activities that we are doing are not even biblical. Then the concept of our prayers uh, is just noise. I think you answered the, uh, the concept of our prayer is just noise. I, 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 I like that. Uh, it was one of my challenges, one of these uh, uh, bus, bus uh, pastors uh, preaching in the, in, the, in the bus, and I said to him, how is it that from uh, Lusaka to wherever he was dropping, uh, before the main stadium there. How is it that with all our prayers, uh, we sacrifice nights, fasting, and yet we keep our country this untidy? Uh, uh, isn't this supposed to be part of the temple of God where a Christian, Zambia is a Christian nation, and yet look how filthy the Christian nation looks like? He kept on preaching, so he couldn't uh, get what I was trying to say. Not to add more to, to this topic, but do you know what I've always said? Prayer is not enough. I've always given the analogy that uh, you're in your living room, right? You're watching uh-huh. TV, and uh, you start feeding uh, hunger pangs, right? Uh, you, have food in, you have food in the fridge. Do you really think that when you sit in your living room and start praying that God uh, gives you food, that food in the fridge will cook itself and find you in the living room and feed you? No. You pray, yes, God provide this. It's already provided. You have to get up. So prayer alone, this is the mistake we make. Prayer alone is not a solution to the problems we face. We have to get up and, and use the knowledge. Uh, you, we, we use the power that God has given us. The one thing that he has done is he's given us the power to choose, right? So you can choose to pray and go hungry or choose to pray and get up and go prepare the food. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well put. (laughs) Well put. I I have a question. Uh I have a question on this same Ebola Ebola thing. Now, when they were... What I want to find out is what preventions have been taken on this Ebola thing because it seems like it's a Corella thing. It keeps on coming back and back and back. Now, does the government in Congo keep the medicine that was used for the last Ebola or do the Europeans go back with it until the next time the Ebola does and then they come back with it? By the time they come back, the 50 people are, 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 are affected by it. Or should the medicine stay right there away if somebody has Ebola? You give that person right there and then before it spreads. Does anybody have any idea of how that works? Where is that medicine kept? Does it go back well, to Europe? B- before you even go to that question, you've mentioned the cholera, uh, the issue we have in Zambia. Every rain season, cholera comes back. 
This is what uh, Ebola is doing uh, to Eastern uh, Congo. For some reason, Congo, Congo, uh, well, uh, Congo is, uh, I think, uh, uh, an, an example of a failed state, in my view. Uh, so I think even all these diseases. But let's come back to, to Zambia, where we have cholera every rain season. And we know the, the, the solution to that. We all know. It's not, so, so before we even talk about the medicines, if the medicines, the owners of the medicine give us this and this, why does this thing keep happening? And the answer is simple. I'm sorry to say this. The president takes 100 million by the plane instead of putting that. How much of the, how many of those hundreds like that go missing, go away? Instead of saying, well, this waterlogged system, which is providing water to millions of people, is causing this problem. Let's fix it. Our leaders would rather pocket whatever they can put their hands on. That is where the problem is. Yep. Not who bring the medicine, not who takes the medicine, mm -hmm. but those mm -hmm. managing our resources are responsible for the debts in our countries, be in Congo, be anywhere. That's where the, the problem is. I, I don't, I don't mean to 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 anger you further, Rosa, but I've been holding this in my in my heart for a few months now. Because every time when you talk about that plane, that hundred million dollar plane, I know you hurt so dry. But I just want to even piss you off a little more by saying. The hundred million was just to buy the plane. But there were a lot more millions that were put into the plane to facilitate the man. There were gadgets added to the plane, which was even more than what the plane actually was bought for. So it's not only the hundred million. It was what was added to the plane that added another couple of millions, a lot of them. Sorry, Roger. And all that, all that, as you speak, the leadership has the understanding. They have the knowledge. Cholera will come back. And the reason it is because contaminated water. They would say, oh, of this 100 million, how much can go into a water purification system so that we can save our people? They would say, they would not say that. That is the problem of Congo. Congo holds about uh, three quarters or half of the wealth of, of Africa. And yet these questions keep coming up, keep coming up, keep coming up. God give our generation the power, the knowledge we need, to deal with. We need, yeah. we need to lead by example. Uh, as we mentioned many times on the show and during the show, one of the platforms uh, that we would encourage our brothers and sisters to use is eradication of cholera. That must be one of the platforms for the next individual running for the presidency. And the individual not only must say he or she will uh, eliminate 
or reduce drastically cholera, they must tell us how they're going to do it before they get the vote. This example, if come to fruition, can be used by neighboring countries such as Congo. So we must lead by example, and that's one way of doing it. We have to organize initially, immediately, right now, to create platforms for the next president of Zambia. And one of the platforms is eliminating or reducing drastically cholera. Yeah, and uh, uh, and that uh, uh, the solution is very simple, Dr. Patrick. Stop corruption. Don't put the money which does not belong to you in your pocket. So that's what we are going to hear from uh, from that man. Okay, uh, this week has been a hot ticket in the United States. Uh, listen to this young lady. Uh, what? She had to say, and uh, and then we will we'll dive in uh, a little bit in the next uh, 20, 30 minutes or so. Go back to Africa. Um, Dr. Patrick, help us uh, to understand this. If you've heard anything uh, uh, like this um, in your lifetime, listen to what this young lady had to say. I have been told some version of go back to Africa at least like at least 10 times in my life. And I was born in Louisiana. And it just means to me that some people think that America is only for white people. And and they and they just need to disabuse themselves of that notion. It's a lie. Go back to Africa. Dr. Patrick, have you, have you ever heard such a thing? Many times. In, in okay. person, as well as in the books, literature, as well as out of the mouths of, of different individuals. <clears throat> what we should look at is a, a wedge issue. And the wedge issue is allowing minority economically white to feel positioned and empowered to say that to minorities themselves. What they don't realize is that the economy of their economy is based on minorities' economy. We're intertwined. So as soon as they make the statement, the unwitting statement of going back to Africa, what they're saying is, Take the money that built their positions, that built their businesses, that built their roads, and take it away. Therefore, I will be comfortable in living in impoverished conditions. So the 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 global minority whites are not cognizant of what they're actually saying. What they're doing is spewing racism and racism in the body of unconsciousness. They do not know the depths and the roots of racism, and racism is a wedge issue. So whenever you hear individuals, white people, saying go back to Africa, what they're expressing is 
a lack of historical and cultural history. And what we should do is we should respond to them as to going back to where, from where, uh, and engage in a different I'd push you on, yes. on that quite uh, just a bit. Uh, when people say go back to Africa, uh, in this case, first and foremost, to you who is uh, an American, uh, what is the image of Africa they are talking about? Why they mention go back to Africa? And they don't even say, uh, and this is why I find it amazing and very critical. They don't say go to um, Europe or Australia or Japan. They say go back to Africa. So number one, number one is what is that symbol they have in, in their head of, of Africa? And then number two, why Africa? Okay, I don't know if those questions are different yes, or they make sense. Yes, the, the, the symbol is Tarzan. Everybody is familiar with Tarzan. You see Africans running around with no clothes and being dominated by uh, this white superhero. Or they see in movies where the white superhero enters Africa and enslaves all the Africans. That's the Africa they're talking about. They're not talking about, or, or as, uh, as Trump would call it, the shitholes. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about the historical richness of the continent of Africa. Each African country has a rich and glory history. That's why they're lacking this knowledge. They're uneducated in global politics and in background. So that's why they say that, go back to Africa. Secondly, Africa, the image of Africa is still to this day rearing three negative heads, poverty, corruption, and, and poverty, corruption, and the third one is is disease. Disease. With those images still present today, that's why it's easy to say that. But if you look at the reality of global politics, you have poverty, corruption, and disease in the United States. You have it all throughout Europe. But as I mentioned many times in my presentations, what the United States and Europe has that African countries do not have is a Wall Street. You have to market. You have to market your country. And rest be assured, you won't hear uh, you won't hear Trump or people of his ilk saying, "Go go back to Dubai or go back to Saudi Arabia," because they've marketed their countries. And that's what we're doing as we speak. Every time we come on Zambia Blog Talk Radio, we're marketing Zambia. We're marketing uh, South Africa. We're marketing uh, Ghana. We're marketing many of the African-controlled countries to say that we're no longer swinging on, 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 on trees and we're no longer living in impoverished conditions. We are a great people, and this is what we are and what we're about. So when you say go back to Africa, 
what you're saying is go back to the plushness and richness of an African country. Any one of those countries have more to offer. And it's the same thing, again, when they say go back to Mexico or go back to Colombia. What they're talking about is going back to beautiful, beautiful countries that's been corrupted by the politics of those who are saying go back to. Okay, hey, Roger, can I come in? Can I come in, Roger? Uh, but let me allow Brother Noah here. As he, he's always quiet. Unless you go to him, he will not come in. Uh, brother Noah, uh, our, our brothers are being taught to go back uh, to Africa. Did you have any thoughts on uh, on, on that one? Or we, we make progress? Yeah, no, I, I can <clears throat> chip in a little bit. Yeah, I think I'll just slightly differ with Dr. Patrick on what he has said. I've been listening to everybody else. So I think the remarks by Donald Trump, I think they are, they are not necessarily meant for to encourage our people in any way. So those are racist remarks. I think they've been rightly called by the SWAD and a few Republicans, I think maybe four. So when somebody says go back to your country, I think even some of my <clears throat> friends from from here, they usually understand that some that is sort of like a derogatory term, meaning that you don't belong here. Go back to your crime-infested. I think that's actually what Trump said. Go back to your crime-infested countries. So I think the challenge that I think us Africans have to understand is that we as a people, just like the remarks of the president from uh, the Ghanaian president, the yes. Africa's destiny yes. is bound. All black people, they look to a positive Africa, a flourishing Africa. Mm-hmm. So when we look yes. at ourselves, we have to understand that <clears throat> we are in a strategic position, especially some of us with some skills in this country and the expertise that we've gotten. Yes. We have to look to what I think even like the Ghanaian president when he's talking, he's not necessarily talking on behalf of the country Ghana. He's appealing to all black people. So the, the remarks by President Trump yesterday, I mean the other day, those were uncalled for. I think I'll just go back in time a little bit. <coughs> oh, excuse me. In 1987, there was a book which was written by Ben Wardenberg. It's called The Birth Death. So in the birthdays, I don't know if some, some of you have had a chance to look at the book. So in the book, there are three main points. The book talks about the challenge that we have as white people. This was done by a Jewish gentleman. Again, the title of the book is The Birth Death. So they observed in 1987 that there are not so many white people who are being born in the country, in the U.S. So this guy was a... Is actually been the advisor to some of the presidents. So the challenges they observed was number one, we have less white people who are being born. So if we come up with three options, if we say let's increase uh, immigration, most of the immigrants who will be coming in, they'll be coming in from these black and brown skin countries. So that would be a challenge. So they say, no, that's not a good option. So the second suggestion in the book was. To in to <clears throat> the second su- suggestion was to increase to increase the birth uh, the birth rate yeah the birth rate 
So, but the challenge with the birth rate, of course, it runs into, this is why there's been these objections with the Planned Parenthood, because most of the white people, I think uh, this is a discussion for another day. So, most in African countries, there's this push for child, girl-child education. The primary or the premise behind this girl-child movement is not necessarily that people are concerned about the girl-child being exposed and educated and things like that. The main premise or idea behind girl-child is that when a girl or a girl-child is educated, they are less likely to have children. And when they are less likely to have children, you can control the population. So again, like I said, this is a discussion for another time. So when you look at Donald Trump's remarks, I personally feel what he intended was to demonize, humiliate, and to embarrass those poor ladies. So I'll just leave it at that. I encourage each and everyone, if you get a chance, read the book by Ben Rosenberg, Beth. Yeah, I know. I, I, I like where, where the direction you took because that's the one I, I, I wanted us to to take, which uh, the the president of uh, uh, Ghana was talking about. I, I'll play that tape again. I'll play that tape uh, again, and then we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk again. Here is the Roger, president Roger, uh, of Ghana. Rogers. Rogers. Yes, Patrick. Just just before you play the play the tape i i would like everybody to to remember and to think about and to understand that zombie blog talk radio is a reading audience and the brother just offered on the table another book that we can read and that's 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 so powerful and so wonderful so keep those books coming in i like that i like that Okay, here is uh, uh, the president of Ghana talking about all black people, all black people in Brazil, in the U.S., everywhere, all black people. The destiny of all black people in the world, wherever they are, is bound up with Africa. Let me repeat that. The destiny of all black people in the world is bound up with Africa. And performing Africa elevates the status of all black people around the world. And non-performing Africa continues the situation where black people Go around the world are Kelvin, okay, as bad as... Uh, okay. Now, yeah. Yeah. So Kelvin, right. as bad as the, uh, the comment brother, from Brother Trump, as bad as it was, as bad as uh, uh, it may sound uh, racist, uh, isn't it true that a, a, a glorious Africa, a shining Africa, will not be an Africa where we are going to be taught go back to Africa? And therefore, it is our responsibility, and I repeat, our responsibility, all black people, to make sure not only by news, to make sure our brothers and sisters in Congo don't have that disease, to make sure we don't have cholera, to make sure we have shining cities. Isn't that the, po- the, the point we should be focusing on? Kelvin. Uh, yes, Roger, uh, you're, you're very correct. Uh, but, but then again, you have to look at it from uh, the context. Uh, he, he said those things, right? 
um, don't, don't focus on that. Let's focus now on the rebuilding of Africa's image. Forget you, about Donald Trump. We, we hear a lot of negative from him. I, I want you to focus yeah. about us if we were to rebuild our continent. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, the fact that, uh, you know, uh, a lot of us have had the opportunity to live in these worlds, you know what, uh, being able to uh, catch on to how they do things, how they administer this and that, uh, this is now the knowledge and the skills that we take back uh, to Africa. Uh, we, we've already identified Africa is not short of resources. Uh, yeah. We can uh, utilize you, we can utilize these resources to, you know, eliminate, uh, you know, diseases like Ebola, like, uh, like uh, you know, things like cholera. You see that? Uh, I mean, there's huge potential. Yes, uh, you know, we, we're bound uh, to Africa. But we're doing those things, right? Uh, they'll take time. I believe uh, they'll take time. Uh, we haven't just sat back. And the fact that we're talking about it, uh, uh I think the next stage is uh, speak loud enough for, for, for us to reach out uh, you know, to a wider base. You see that? Um, we, we also need uh, certain preconditions to exist in these African countries, Roger. We've identified the biggest bottleneck, politics, right? If we restructured the way we politicize, right, less of infighting, less corruption and things like that, and more focus. Uh, being given to skills development, innovation, technological uh, uh, investments, and things like that, we can definitely make a huge, huge positive impact. And no one in the world will, you know, will tell you to go back uh, to Africa. Or if you're in Africa, nobody will tell you to go anywhere else. I think. Uh, I mean, that's, 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 that's a key point. Yeah, that's a key point right there. Van Timpa. Yes. Of of Ghana made the, the the comments the president of Ghana made in my view uh, should be turned into a movement uh, into a movement that this is what I'm thinking I'm thinking where are black people successful black people found first and foremost no, I, I don't know the middle class I, I think Roger you know people who have uh, followed uh, you know let, let me ask you the question
So this driver one day we said like, oh, we are going to work in Rapla with you. He was so mad. He didn't talk all the way to Sanchez. He, he never talked. Not one word. He was so mad. He didn't want to go to Rapla. We got to Sanchez and then he saw the beauty, you know, the excitement and how the people are so welcoming. And the guy was, after that, he always wanted to work in Rapla. So that is the story about, uh, about Africa. The, 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 the little problems that people magnify, the poverty, the diseases, you know, the underdevelopment are very small. If you compare to how, uh, how much Africa offers to the world and to its uh, uh, inhabitants. So it's us. When we hear people say, oh, I love America, I love America so much, you are putting your country down. Wherever I work, I, I, people ask me, you're African, I say, I'm Zambian first. You know, I want people to know Zambia. I don't know why people don't do that. Mm-hmm. And they say, why do you always talk so good about your country? Then why did you come here? You know, all the questions come up. You know? <laughs> I said, you have to look up. When people look up Zambia and they see the beautiful pictures, the, the wildlife, the, the Victoria Falls, you know, a good road network, good vegetation, and they say, like, oh, wow, this is really a beautiful, uh, beautiful place. So mostly is how we promote it. Mostly is how we carry ourselves, you know, as as Africans. And and the Ghanaian uh, leader is, is is just on point, and uh, that message is always timely. Well, Roger. I have go ahead. We are running out of time, so let's let's all be brief. You see, who can who can come? Yeah. Quickly, quickly here. You know, uh, in my mother's village, whenever something is said, they always had this concept that whatever is said where you are going, I couldn't extend What that meant was whatever is said wherever you are going, pick the gist of what is said, not the smoke of what is said. I think that there is an opportunity for us to either carry the smoke from what the brother in Ghana said, or carry the gist of what he said. If I heard him correctly, he said that the destiny of every African is bound up with, he used the word with, not by, not to. He used the word with. He said it's bound up with Africa. So with it means that there is another thing that is coming with that. It doesn't mean that is the end in itself. It doesn't mean that is the only thing that is there. It doesn't mean that is where it will be. That is the ultimate thing. It doesn't mean, it means with what he was doing, he was just making an, in my view, he was just making an observation of the way it is from the cultural, economic, social standpoint that if you are from Africa, you are going to always be associated with that, and therefore the end of where you are going is going to end up with that. Now, the point I'm trying to make is simple. The point I'm trying to make is this. The destiny of every African to be bound up with Africa has to do with the history of where we come from. The history of where we come from is that these people, when they, they were trying to go to Africa to get gold, to get diamonds, and to get all those kind of things, they didn't say they are going to get those things. They what they told their relatives here. 
is simple. They told them that where they are going, there are diseases, there are animals, there are bad things, there are things. And even when he goes there and he comes back, they celebrate them even in church that they survived death. So th there is that concept that going to Africa or going back to Africa is going back to a place of death. It's going back to a place of luck. It's going to a place of lacking. I, 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 dis but I, I, disagree. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, but let me let me finish my point. Uh, I, 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 disagreement is how we learn. So, you know, when they say go back to Africa, they are saying go back to bad conditions of life. Uh, you have it good here where you are, and you're not appreciating it enough. If you're not thankful, go back over there. And, you know, it's, it's a diss. It's, it, it, and, and, you know, you, people who know Donald Trump, Donald Trump was not like this in the 80s when we knew him. Donald Trump is the one who brought global boxing, uh, who, who sponsored global boxing the way we saw it, and said certain things. Donald Trump was not this guy we are seeing. Why is he saying these things, and why are these things getting worse? It's because this is a conversation that goes on on a white table somewhere in rural Kentucky, where the majority of his vote is coming from. So he's speaking the language of what is found at the kitchen table. So, and then when people go to vote, because you don't go there, you're not participating in their vote. They are voting the things they are hearing because he's just echoing those things. If Donald Trump's views were like this and were made public uh, 20, 30 years ago, Donald Trump would not be a millionaire or a billionaire in this country. According to but Donald the Trump, as a politician. Dr. Gasonso, Trump has always been a racist and is documented. I don't know if you have heard about. Uh, uh, you know uh, wait, wait, how let, let, how he never he never allowed black people to rent. When we go there, we are going to join the TV people and uh, lose uh, focus very 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 easily. Uh, but according to the president of Ghana, he's saying uh, a thriving Africa is not one place people are going to look down uh, onto. They are not going to look down on on. To me, it is very very true. I, I, and therefore, like the young lady you heard from one of the tapes, she's heard it, uh, she was born in Louisiana. Uh, she's heard it more than 10 times, people telling her. And I'm sure somebody says here, yeah, it's, it's meant to be derogatory, it's meant to be insulting, it's, it's, not, it's meant to be, to be hurting. In other words, efforts now should be done in our churches, in our everything. So start asking the question, how do we make, especially our rich brothers and sisters in the, in the Americas, how do, we make, how do we make them start to contribute to Africa the way the Jews have contributed to Israel? The Oprah's Winfrey, they've built a school in South Africa. I think they can do more. They can do more. The young men who are opening TV stations there, why don't they put a station in in some of our countries so to, to we, we can sell better our our and this is the connection we have to make we the diaspora this is the question we need to go and ask um yes if i can just for one minute roger you are absolutely <clears throat> right africa belongs to us and we are the people to promote it but going back to the response to the question that the president pro pro promoted by saying going back to Africa. Our response to that question should always be, it could be a heading, maybe a heading that you should have on your show one day. 
what would be what would this world be without Africa? I can go back to yes. this country was made. This country was made on the backs of the Africans and the resources of Africans. So without Africa, yes. this country would yes. be nothing. So that's how yes. my, my response to these people these people is. So I am here to enjoy what I could have enjoyed back home if your forefathers and ancestors did not <laughs> come and raise my country. So I'm yeah, here I, to I, I, enjoy I, I, those things. I, 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 Probably I'm missing, you missed the point. Uh, I know what you're saying, but I think you missed the point a bit. Uh, what the president of Ghana is saying is that a thriving Africa does not mean that you pack your bags and go to Africa. He's not saying that. He's not saying a thriving Africa is a, like a so-so or me, we should pack and go, go back to Africa. But what he's saying is, a thriving Africa will not be an insult anymore. So now, yes, our, 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 our forefathers, those who came to America in front of us, they built Africa, they, they built this country and everything. But our own Jerusalem, our own Israel, our own Africa is still in ruins. Yes. Uh, others say it is a question of marketing. It, I doubt it. Let's not even lie. Let's not even lie. It's a question of marketing. Three quarters of our roads uh, in Zambia are non-functional. So, yeah, so we, we should begin to. I, I think this message, in my view, should go in our in our churches, uh, the TD Jacksons of this world. They should begin to put it on their timetable. To, for people to start looking at Africa probably as a place of investment. Let Africa rise again. Let Africa stop being an insult. People look at, oh, it's an insult. When they say go back to Africa, all they see is a shining city. Well, the mother life, maybe I was supposed to be a preacher. Who knows? That will never happen. We, we are taking as oh, well, 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 Go ahead. It's very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't, take it, don't, don't take it. Don't take it as an insult. Take it as a challenge uh, with uh, the way we do politics back home. And uh, you know that's one thing too. People are here. We are access to books and to history. You know, besides American, African American, it's very sensitive. That and I have to be careful how I say about uh, between the black and the white. You know. But for us who are coming there, I'm glad Trump said that, and because you gave me uh, at last minute, I will I will I will explain it why I'm happy to say that to challenge us and read about uh, uh, William uh, Roger Williams, you know. And and that is to me that is a story of uh, an immigrant when you look at the the Chinese no, 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 no. who is yeah. doing everything to promote China. Yeah, they are everywhere, but they are again creating jobs in China. They are bringing fish of all things, fish to Zambia, and they are creating employment. You and I, let's begin. Let's begin to 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 find ways we can create employment in in Zambia. Uh, let, let, let's organize our friends who are in uh, in the churches, who are in everywhere, to create employment, and let's rebuild our shining 
Shining Africa. That is our show. Until next week, we hope to bring uh, UPNT members of parliament. So uh, have a good weekend, everyone, and uh, play golf. Stay, stay hydrated or dehydrated. Hydrated. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a good weekend. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Remember the road that will lead you no matter where you go, remember the road that will lead you home. That will lead you
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.